morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. Happy Friday. We've done it. We've made it through another week. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website, I'm not afraid to tell you, by far. Nobody does it the way we do. It's the best around. It's the best in the business. At allamericangold.com, we got the articles, we got the videos, we we we've got Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and you name it. We we've got the shopping cart and, and the metals plan. And if you want to do IRAs, we got it all. It's all out there. All at allamericangold.com. Of course, the physical delivery of wealth insurance. It's not a receipt. It's not a it's not a receipt that you get out, you know, whether it's online or, or at an ATM. No, it's actually physically in your possession where only you know where it is. And it's not in some database stored on some server somewhere. You know, these, these concepts that people try to tell you are foolish and, and try to create other vehicles to do things with. And at the end of the day, I'm going to tell you right now, if you need, when you need to have a store of value, it has to actually be outside of the system. <laughs> Otherwise, there's no point. Uh, and that's where we come in. And then if you want to do business with us, if you don't like talking to us, you can go online. If you want to do business with us, uh, and you want to actually speak to us, you just call the 800 number. There's no baits and switches here. We've been doing this over two decades. You're going to be treated with honesty and respect. We're going to make a few bucks, but that's it. You're not going to get ripped off. You're not going to need to take a shower. You're not going to need to do any of those things. We don't have colored brochures and all that other stuff. Uh, we don't make phone calls. We don't make any outbound phone calls, none. You know, what's so funny is uh, when Eric, when I first came to work here, he's like, you know, this is not how a business that's in sales is supposed to run. Uh, but we find that a lot of people like it that way. Uh, and what we've realized is they really do. You do. All of you out there, not only do you reorder, you tell your friends about it. And, and really, that's, I would probably say 80 to 85% of all our new customers are referrals. Right, they they heard it from somebody else. The other ones, hey, I just been listening to you. Some of you, I had we had people coming in, two or three people just this week. They've been listening for four, five, six years, and and finally placed their first orders. Uh, and that's really how it works. And and we really do appreciate all of the business that we've done over the years with all of you and all the support you've shown us because that's what keeps us here. Uh, special shout out to my buddy Glenn. Uh, in Maryland, uh, thank you for the present. As a lot of you know, I live uh, on what is one of the Christmas light streets, uh, where every every house in our our street is uh, decorated up for the Christmas holiday, and and we have a little cocoa hut where we give people you know that come free cocoa, and we just ask that they bring uh, stuff for the food bank. And we collect pallets of food for the food bank in our neighborhood. Uh, it's not in a gated community or anything like that. It's just, you know, very uh, 
you know, just it, it's a good thing and also a pain in the butt. It's a lot of work for us, but my wife and, and my boys, we kind of turn it into a little deal, and we all get out and get it all decorated. We usually knock it out in a day. Uh, and he sent us lights, shotgun shell lights. And we actually have some of those. Uh, but my wife took it out of the box because she's been filling in for Arlene, and she was like, man, these are a lot nicer than the ones uh, that we had. So thank you, Glenn. We appreciate it. They are going to be part of our display uh, so everybody out there can see them. But I wanted to let you know, thank you so much. And a bunch of you, too. By the way, the Christmas cards and all that, we love it. Thank you so much. Uh, what else was I going to I was going to say something else, and I forget now. I'll, I'll remember. A lot of things to talk about. So yesterday I said, I'm not talking about Bitcoin anymore. And then Ten minutes later, I said, oh, I, I, I lied. I'm going to talk about it again. I'm actually going to talk about it again today. Uh, I've learned a bunch of stuff I think a lot of you are going to want to know. Uh, I can't wait to share it with you. And then we're, we're also going to have uh, a clip. It's actually on our website, but we're going to play it for everybody uh, today as well about Bitcoin. And, and we got the jobs numbers out. We, we got a lot of ground. Wholesale inventories were out. Consumer confidence was out. A lot of ground to cover. Is the bottom in in the silver market? Uh, it may be. I'm going to tell you what happened after we got off the air yesterday up until this morning. Some interesting developments there. And, and go over, like I said, go over the jobs report. Go over the wholesale inventory reports and consumer confidence. I'm not going to touch that. That's just a bunch of, they call a bunch of rich people and ask them how they're feeling. Uh, and, and I think they're probably feeling pretty good because I think the tax cuts are, are close. Uh, they did agree, and I don't know how this makes any sense, but Congress agreed to keep the, the government open uh, for two more weeks. They didn't even get through Christmas, so I, I don't know. Is someone going to have to come back? Uh, I want to say through December 22nd, they can spend as much as they want. Uh, that happened, la I think it was last night. It was either last night or early this morning. Both the House and the Senate agreed, because uh, the government was supposed to shut down today. Uh, but they have agreed to add uh, two more weeks to it. Now, uh, of course, that puts it you know a couple of days before Christmas, but... I'll keep you posted. Everyone agreed uh, to keep the government open and spending uh, for two more weeks. When we get back, we're going to talk about Bitcoin and all the new things I've learned. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. Because of football, he's fouled out of both. Uh, 
Uh, we got another game here tonight. Uh, we'll be uh, attending that as well. I know. I know you guys like to. I like to talk about my kids. I'm, you know what? We probably do that too much, too. But anyway, let's get to what we wanted. I learned a bunch of stuff. And I'm going to share it with everybody today. Uh, by, by the way, uh, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'll do this. First, I'm going to play the, this is a clip from Jim Cramer. If you don't know who Jim Cramer is, he's on what I call Billionaire Row on my DirecTV uh, channels 353 to 360 on my direct TV are all, all for billionaires, and they try to pretend that it's for all of you as well. Uh, he is one of the main guys on CNBC uh, sharing thoughts about Bitcoin, uh, which, by the way, remember yesterday it hit 19,000. I've got news on that. Now, today it's like 14,000. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, Jeremy, let's play Jim Cramer. It's not investing. <laughs> it has very little to do with investing. It has a lot to do with the, actually the poor mechanics of this instrument. Because if you're going to do these different, uh, the futures, or they can risk, they can tell you how much risk there is. But the fact is, uh, a market does not, this market doesn't produce even more tulips. I and mean, let's say it was no. that analogy. But you can't find supply, so they have to reach until supply is felt. But that's not investment. That's just poor mechanics of an instrument. Right. But this is a mania, is it not? Yes. It but is. We, we could, uh, Joe Kerner was asking me about the whole size of it. And that's a problem. I mean, one of the things you could say about this is it's going to be a, uh, a trillion dollar market and, and it's at 250 billion. And it has to get to a trillion before people realize, you know what? I've made a huge amount of money, and uh, put, you know, bears make money, bulls make money, but hogs get slaughtered. There seems to be no element of piggishness among the buyers. Right. The the level I mentioned earlier, ending the year at two million at this at this rate of uh, pace of gains, would exceed the value of all U.S. listed market cap. Well, right. Uh, that's well, it's it's it's, it's ridiculous, is it, it not? It's absurd. Yeah, yeah. Well, but are you going to give people uh, Bitcoin for the holidays? Uh, I don't have any to give. I, I thought about it. I thought about the idea. Let's say you bought them for the holidays. Would you flip them because you made so much money on that present that you really don't want to wait the 17 well, what are you days? Gonna, you're going to have to give. Can you give them tenths and hundredths of a Bitcoin? I think that they're can, right? Dice yeah. Bitcoin. Um, what about you, the mining of Bitcoin? Slices? What about these reports, Carl, that it's going to use enormous amounts of electricity <laughs> to mine? No, it's true. The, yeah, the draining of the power grid. We, we remember a couple of years ago we mined some with John Steinberg here on set. Yes. Yes. And the electricity requires to keep the computers cool from all this data mining is uh, is, is high. Well, this is, remember, it's a rivalry among uh, Lisa Su at Advanced Micro and Jensen Wong at NVIDIA, who've got, the really, they're like Levi Strauss. They're like the guy, they're like arms merchants. They have they have the picks and they have the shovels. Well, they're selling to the blockchain as uh, the whole blockchain infrastructure. Right. Well, I mean, Venezuela, there's just a huge number right. of people using these cards to try to find more Bitcoin. Remember, this is one of the least functional markets I've ever seen. Don't have a lot of supply. People don't understand how supply comes in. Uh, everybody who's in it says blockchain is so secure. They act as if, you know, look, this is nothing other than launching of nuclear weapons where you know zulu tango alpha and you have to have all these different nothing's more secure than this uh some people from ibm reached me out reached out to me about blockchain for dummies 
because they the all of the penumbra around Bitcoin is to say this is the only true currency. Now, there are people who are going out and saying the truth, which is what happened to gold. Now, we find one percent more gold per year. So it's got that characteristic. But there is a lot of gold, at least around. So it can't have a parabolic loop. We're not finding one percent of Bitcoin a year, apparently. But we're just not getting that new supply of Bitcoin. Hey there. Thanks for checking out CNBC. So that was Jim Cramer uh, last night or yesterday uh, talking about Bitcoin. Uh, it's not an investment, he said. Uh, no supply, right? Because the supply is is limited. Right? They, there's only X amount of coins. I don't even know what the number is, but it's not a big number. Uh, and and I don't you were. I don't know if we're you know sixty, seventy, eighty percent through all of the Bitcoin. Uh, that's available, uh, and there's not that supply, so therefore it really highlights what Jim Cramer called the poor mechanics of this instrument, right? And and I don't know. Like I said, here's what here's what I know is we have something that really is outside of the system. It's gold and it's silver and it works. And someone else is trying to create uh, this electronic, they're, they're trying to call it an electronic currency, and people are, you know, there's, I, I don't know anybody who's actually spent a Bitcoin. I do know a couple of people uh, that have, have bought it, and, and part of what I learned, I can tell you how to do it. In the United States, Coinbase. So if you just Googled Coinbase, all one word, and you probably even do two words, it'll find it. Uh, and, and, it'll, and you go right to the site there, and you can sign up. You know, and they, you know, they want your, you know, your name and your number and all email address and all that stuff. I didn't actually go through all of the sign-up page, just the, the first screen. But you sign up, and my, my assumption is you, you, you put money in, and you can buy Bitcoin. And to the question they asked, you can buy ten dollars worth, or or you know, all, like I said, a whole coin's like fourteen or fifteen thousand today. But but you don't have to buy a whole coin. You can buy a hundred dollars, fifty dollars, ten dollars. But here's what I've been, here's what I learned. Okay, so Coinbase is where you go. That I, that is the, and I there's probably others. Matter of fact, I'm fairly confident that there is. But that's the main one here in the U.S. Now, here's what I also learned. So yesterday, Coinbase said Bitcoin hit 19000 But not all of the other Bitcoin servers said it did. So, so there's different prices on different servers is what we learned yesterday. And, and I think... Uh, and I saw it today. Most people are saying a hey, seventeen thousand. It got to because, and I don't know how they determine that. But Coinbase did get to nineteen thousand. Uh, but people are people are pretty clear on the following. It's not very the 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 server itself. It has it shuts down a lot, so you may have to try multiple times. Matter of fact, everyone that I, I've when I was doing some research on this, said it happened a lot more than you would think. Where 
uh, it's just you're just not able to get on. So you got to be patient. You got to try to figure it out. You may have to wait around. Uh, one guy decided to he had he had was successful, and then he said, "You know what? I've never sold it. Let me just make sure I can." And he was just selling ten dollars worth of Bitcoin. You can so when you you can buy you can sell it in any amount. I, uh, at least I believe maybe ten dollars is the minimum. There may be a minimum, but this was someone was doing just ten dollars. The first time he tried it, it crashed and it didn't work. And he tried he had to try it three or four, two or three times, and then he finally got it to work. And he was he did apparently sell the ten dollars worth of Bitcoin to somebody else. Uh, so uh, that's what I learned. So as far as the the price of it goes, I I, I don't know. Could it go? One guy came out and said it could go to a million. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I I do believe in, in listening to Jim Cramer today and then uh, listening as the central banks, by the way, more and more central banks, and I should say the, the big ones, they're all talking. And they're all they're all talking about regulation and all of these other things, and 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 I don't know uh, how much longer it's going to be uh, before these central banks step in and start regulating. And I think that could be the beginning of the end. That's just my opinion. I think the technology is fantastic, but it could listen. Could it go to forty thousand? Could it go to uh, you know? Jim Cramer said, hey. It could go to a market cap of a trillion, which yesterday it, it was a market cap of about two hundred and fifty billion. So that's somewhere north, you know, somewhere around seventy or eighty thousand uh, before. I guess that I don't know. At a trillion, apparently, Kramer thinks it all blows up. I don't know, uh, but but nonetheless, that's what I learned. You can go to Coinbase. You got to fill out all the information. That is the same one, remember, where the IRS now uh, had won in court the right to have access to any and all individuals. And they said, right now, they set the price at 20. If you bought or sold more than $20,000 worth of Bitcoin, uh, Coinbase apparently legally now has to tell the IRS. Uh, so uh, just keep that in mind as well. Uh, and then I think Jim brought up some great points, which is it's really not an investment because there's no supply. And, of course, he talked about gold. Hey, about 1% is the mine supply every year, so there's always uh, supply coming onto the market. And in Bitcoin, there isn't. I don't know. But I just wanted to share that with everybody. Uh, I'll keep you updated now and again uh, as to what's happening there. If something big happens in that market. Uh, I'll bring it to your attention, uh, but I know I actually I've had a few people. You know, it's so funny. Uh, one of my friends who's in real estate. <laughs> this is kind of I think why you probably at least for me it's not. This is why it's not for me. He came in yesterday morning and was telling me, yeah, one of my coworkers was talking about uh, maybe buying some Bitcoin, and 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 uh, I said, really? Well, what does he know about it? And he goes, nothing. He goes, but everybody seems to be talking about it. So I was like, and I said to him, that I'm like, oh, that probably means it's probably not the, you know, you know, the bubble, the tulip thing. By the way, if you don't know what the tulip reference is into, I want to say it was in uh, the Dutch. 
uh, way back in, I don't know if it was the 14 or 1500, uh, everybody believed that, that tulips apparently was the way to put your money, and they had the tulip mania. And, of course, people realized, well, they can just plant a whole lot more tulips, and everybody lost their money and that type of thing. So that was what that reference was. Uh, so anyway, that's it for Bitcoin. Like I said, I'll keep you posted now and again if anything happens, but I wanted to share with you everything that I had learned uh, about Bitcoin, how to buy it, how to sell it. Uh, just know that uh, the server uh, Coinbase, I don't know how reliable or unreliable, but it, it has issues. Uh, and, and, uh, and again, which makes it kind of even weirder, right? They have, you know, the, the blockchain... We know it's not super safe because we, we hear all the time about uh, coins being stolen or whatnot, but the but nonetheless, anyway, enough with that. Jobs today. This was the big number. This was the one that was going to finally show that we are going to get that big wage inflation. Everybody's hiring. And, I mean, the whole thing, right? 228,000 jobs was the number. That was a little better than expected. They were, they were thinking around 200,000, but 228 ended up being the number. Uh, but again, the devil in the detail, wages missed. You know, people just aren't, the jobs just aren't paying any money. Inside of that report, the number of people that are working part-time Wanting full-time work jumped again. Uh, and so uh, we'll, we'll talk a little more about that. But when we get back, we're going to talk about silver at the bottom and what we're going to do about it. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative perspective since 1983, continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. America has long been a haven of innovation in the free market. American inventors through the years have looked to Article 1, Section 8 of our U.S. Constitution and its protection of their exclusive right to their respective writings and discoveries. Phyllis Schlafly recognized this vital part of our free enterprise system and was a strong voice on behalf of American inventors. She understood that the superiority of American ingenuity is not a matter of happenstance, but the product of a bold and inspired precedent set by our founding fathers and enshrined in the Constitution. The July 1997 Phyllis Schlafly Report was quick to praise the American patent system, unique when the founding fathers put it into the Constitution, even before freedom of speech and religion, and still unique today. Prior to ratification of the Constitution, there were no guarantees that inventors would get the profit or even the credit for their inventions. Without that incentive, there was little reason for anyone to invent anything in the first place. We hear phrases like American ingenuity and American exceptionalism all the time, but most people forget where those come from. America was the first country to put the incentive of prosperity with the freedom to invent. The entire world has benefited from the American patent system. Before America, farmers planted and harvested the same way their predecessors did thousands of years ago. Because of the American freedom to invent, John Deere's steel plow and Cyrus McCormick's mechanical reaper exponentially increased the productivity of each farmer and each acre of land. 
the American freedom to invent took communications from letters delivered on horseback to instantaneous messaging with Marconi's wireless telegraph. This freedom to invent is a vital pillar of American exceptionalism, and we must stand against any attempt to take it away. We must stand with President Trump against countries that would violate our patent system and pirate our intellectual property. Finally, we should cherish our Constitution as the revolutionary milestone it is. The freedom to invent is just one more reason to celebrate our spectacular founding document and the inspired men who wrote it. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. American ingenuity should be celebrated and rewarded. Individual inventors should be protected from any threat, foreign or domestic, that would steal their patents and profits. At phyllisschlafly.com, we promise to stand up for those who work hard, innovate, and dream big. If that's you, join us at phyllisschlafly.com. And thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back, 800-951-0592. So yesterday, after the gold and silver markets closed, and and you and those of you know this already, there's an electronic period. I don't I don't know what it really uh, is or isn't, but at some point, New York has to close and say, okay, this was the closing price of the day. So. Uh, when, when that happened, there is an, a, an electronic period of trade for one hour. Okay, so after the markets close, and they say this is this is what we're going to say is the cutoff. There's another hour, and then for one hour a day, gold and silver do not trade. So gold and silver trade essentially 23 hours every day. Now, why wouldn't the close just be at the end of, you know, the 23rd hour? I don't know. <laughs> well, I've got my guess, right? My guess is because this is when they can go in and, and make all the money because there's not a lot of contracts being traded, so you can move the markets with less money. That's just my guess. But, who, you know, who knows? So yesterday, after it closed, and silver was fifteen seventy seventy one, something like that, it fell and fell hard. Uh, it was down to about fifteen forty, maybe even got into the fifteen thirties before the electronic trade ended. So that hour. So early in the hour, within the first 15 or 20 minutes, it got hammered. And then it stayed there for another, you know, 20 or 30 minutes. And then in the last, probably the last 15 minutes of the electronic trade, it came back into like the 1560s. 
Uh, and currently today, right now, it's at fifteen seventy-five. Fifteen, well, I guess fifteen eighty, fifteen eighty, fifteen seventy-five, uh, depending on where. Uh, fifteen seventy-seven. How we'll split the difference. Fifteen seventy-eight. Now, so uh, somewhere between fifteen seventy-five and fifteen eighty this morning. And I said early on that may highlight is that the bottom? The they had the sell-off. They actually had silver down year over year uh, during that sell period. Uh, and then silver seemingly recovered from that period uh, and is now sitting again at this 1578 level. I don't know if that's it. Uh, big support for silver. If you're looking at where the big support lies, uh, 15 and a quarter is where, I guess if you're a chartist, uh, is the uh, the big, big support in silver. Most people don't expect can't possibly see it going below uh, that 15 and a quarter level. It got close to that during that electronic trade, and and, and who knows because it's electronic trade. It may have done it, and I just didn't see it uh, because it was just it, it goes that fast. And uh, now today, back up here at 1578, uh, and and I I kind of think that may be it for silver. And I've been telling you the silver and the gold market, both markets are bottoming. Uh, this is. This is the third year of this trend with the interest rate hike, which is coming uh, in a few days. It's going to be on Wednesday. And somewhere between a week prior and a week after that meeting, that's the bottom. I've, I've got a feeling, and, and I don't know, I'm just guessing because I don't know. I think they're raising rates. There's a couple of people that have votes that are saying, hey, listen, we don't think they should. Uh, does that mean they're going to dissent? I don't know. Could be, could not be. I do know that this was supposed to be the report today where they showed that wage growth was going to happen, and instead what happened uh, was the exact opposite. They, they, the more encompassing mem- uh, measure of joblessness, that includes discouraged workers and those that are working part-time but, for, but would like to work full-time. Okay? Now, these used to be counted back in the 80s, uh, you know, before Alan Greenspan and all his buddies got, got to work on it. This used to be how the unemployment rate was calculated. Uh, it's at 8%, and it actually rose uh, in November. Uh, the not only did it did that number rise, so people that are hey I want to work and they're saying there's jobs but no one's going to hire me and oh by the way uh, yeah I got a job but it's only part time and then those not in the labor force jumped another thirty five thousand remember last month we added almost a million. We hit a new all-time record high, 95.4 million people not in the workforce. The wage data fell fell short of expectations for the month. The, the year-over-year number also missed expectations. And, and so that's kind of got everybody now concerned that, yeah, I still, even with that data, I still think they're going to raise rates. But we didn't see what we were hoping to see 
which was, hey, all of a sudden these jobs are jobs that pay better money. Nobody saw that in the data. And and the reason is simple, because they're not there. And I think that we're going to see this again. This is going to be year three. Uh, This is without a doubt the best. If you're going to say, hey, what month is the best month to buy gold and to buy silver? And really, two months come to mind. December, January. December, and when I say January, early January. Uh, those are That's the best time, at least over the last three years. That's the pattern we've been in. That's the best time to buy. Uh, we've been running those silver dimes uh, for the last few days. Yesterday, I got a call. Wendy called me. Wendy doesn't even work, but she gets, she gets all the emails, the, the alerts when things are being shipped here. And so the so the dimes that we had were already shipped. Matter of fact, they'll be here. Uh, probably we'll probably start shipping dimes on Monday. She called me and says, "Hey, I got another alert that says stuff's coming." She doesn't know what stuff, but she just knows it's coming. And I'm like, "Well, that." There's nothing coming from them, and this is what. And I told you this was a dealer we we don't use uh, them to buy junk silver. Matter of fact, I think it's maybe only the second time I've ever bought on it from them. And so Wendy called them, and they said, "Oh no, we made a mistake because it wasn't supposed to come to us. It was supposed to go to a different dealer." Well, I'm going to tell you why that's to your benefit when we get back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. That is the toll-free number. So we were supposed to have a bag of dimes coming here. A bag of dimes is 10,000 dimes. That's a, that's a lot of dimes. 10,000 dimes. There's 200 rolls in a bag. And we sold it. And they shipped it. You know, we bought it and they shipped it. And then yesterday, Wendy calls and says, Hey, I just got this alert saying that we're getting something else. And, you know, I'm like, that's not right. And so she called them. I thought, hey, who knows? Maybe they're sending us a Christmas gift. (laughs) You don't know. Because it doesn't really, and I know it's weird, but it doesn't say what we're getting. It just says, hey, you're getting something. And when she called them, they were panicked. They're like, oh, you weren't supposed to get it. And it's the holiday times, and they're like, and they they tried to get it back. And the UPS was like, hey, listen, that's not happening. 
We're going to deliver it. If you want it back, have them send it back to you. Right? That was what they told them. And so they, they called Wendy back and said, we can't get it back. And then Wendy said, well, you know, pay for it and we'll ship it back to you. And, you know, full bags of junk cost, you know, probably a couple hundred bucks to ship, ground UPS. Uh, and, and they're like, man, we don't want to do that. What do we got to get you to do to keep it? And, and, and so Wendy very shrewdly said, well, Sell it to us at the same price you sold us the last one, and we'll we'll live with it. So they said okay. Uh, and already this morning, we've sold uh, about fifty rolls of it, of that one, uh, and actually taking forty six of we've sold forty six of the two hundred more rolls. So if you want to get on in on these dimes, and remembering what I just said about silver, you know. I think the bottom's in, but even if it's not 15 and a quarter is probably the worst it could be. And at that point, uh, uh, I'd buy I'd buy more of that than I would of anything else. But uh, 62.50, and I'll do the same thing I did yesterday. If you want to put it on your credit card, go ahead. At 800-951-0592, I do need to sell them uh, because I've I've made the commitment to do it. Uh, so make sure you help me out and give yourself an early Christmas present. Uh, there's exactly 154 rolls available at $62.50. If you buy 25 rolls, which, you know, that's really not that many at $62.50, 62.50 times 25, I'll throw in the shipping. So if you buy 25 rolls, which is $1,562.50. I'll throw in the shipping for you at no charge. 800-951-0592. One last thing on this jobs number, by the way. You would think, the way everybody's been talking, that we're hiring more people than we've hired in years. The real fact, we're averaging about 9,000 less jobs a month this year than we did last year. 2015, we hired less people than 2014. 2016, less people than 2015. And barring some huge number next month, we'll have actually factually hired less people a month in 2017 than 2016. That's just the fact. U.S. credit card debt surges again. Student loan, car loans all hit new all-time highs. Uh, just a, uh, The Federal Reserve came out with consumer spending. The latest consumer credit update disclosed that this was, and this is an October number, consumer credit rose by $20.5 billion. $12.2 billion of the $20 billion, so 60% of that, was non-revolving auto and student loans. Okay, so that, it's incredible how much this education's costing. Trust me, me and my wife are finding that out right now. 
The other $8.3 billion was all on credit cards. By the way, that was the biggest monthly increase in credit card debt since last November. It said that total consumer credit. Okay, so how much indebtedness did the citizenry of the United States go up? As of uh, October 31st, so from October to from November of last year to October of this year, it rose 6.5%. The number is more than double the rate of U.S. GDP and triple the rate of actual rate wage growth, which, again, we've been talking about how you know, the consumer is not, we're not making the money to be actually be able to afford all the stuff we've been buying, which kind of doesn't bode well uh, for 2018. And of course, at the same time, the Federal Reserve, if I'm right, is going to be raising rates on us again, which means all of those things are going to cost more. Auto loans are going to cost more. Student loans are going to cost more. All your credit card debts are all going to cost more. And it's just one of those vicious cycles that we're into now where all of a sudden they've, they've changed all the data points. I mean, could you imagine if they were saying the unemployment rate was 8%? Would they be raising rates? Absolutely not. The only reason why they're raising rates is because they've created the largest equity bubble and, and debt bubble, really, it's not just equity, debt bubble we've ever seen. I'm going to tell you, just how much corporate profits have gone up this year versus how much Wall Street's added when we return. Patriot Radio News, our final segment. I know someone just is on the phone right now buying 25 rolls. You get free shipping today if you buy 25 rolls. Listen, i got to get rid of these dimes. I made it. I mean, they screwed up. They gave me a great deal. You're going to get a great deal. Uh, I, I've talked enough about how much I think silver is going to take off here in 2018. Uh, U.S. Uh, pre-1965 silver dimes, you're going to get 50 in a roll. They're $62.50. If you buy 25 or more, I'm going to throw in the shipping. So listen, if you want to buy 50, buy 50. I need to get rid of them. So $62.50 for a roll. If you buy 25 of them, $1,562.50. And I'll throw in the shipping. And these things, listen, we're going to start shipping these things on Monday. Well, it's coming UPS, and UPS says, hey, things are slow. They're running the day back. Tuesday, worst case scenario, they're already on the way. So they're going to they're gonna be going out immediately. Uh, Silver Dines, 800-951-0592. Uh, and I wanted to tell you, this is how, why people are a little concerned at the Federal Reserve about Wall Street. Corporate profits. Year over year. Corporate profits 
have increased by $112 billion. That's it. $112 billion. The Dow is added, and Wall Street, the Dow, the S&P, the Nasdaq, they've added $6 trillion on that $112 billion. So that's why they're so concerned. So, so keep that in mind as well. Uh, and again, this is their own making. And, I, and who, who am I talking about? I'm talking about these central. They did this to themselves. By the way, and, and, I, and I hate that I took so long, uh, Jack Bogle, for those of you, this guy's a legend. Okay, He owns Vanguard. Or he started Vanguard. He's the guy that said, hey, nobody knows how to pick stocks. Right, you know, nobody knows who what's going. You know, we we can guess and use our best guess, but we don't know. And he created the index fund. You know, the the way most people now invest. Jack Bogle, not all that optimistic about the pension problem in the United States. Speaking to Bloomberg earlier today, Bogle predicted that bond returns are going to be pathetic over the next decade, and stock returns are not going to be any better. I mean, I, I, you know, obviously, he's, I like him because he's agreeing with me, saying that it will make it virtually impossible for pension funds to get anywhere close to their arbitrary rate of return hurdles the seven and a half to eight percent, and you're going to see, you know, again, it's a. I'm going to just here's a direct quote from Bogle. It's almost a given that it's going to end badly, and and I'm just just telling you this debt bubble. It's coming like a rocket ship, and it's just and it's more than stocks and bonds. It's going to affect all of us. Uh, Rolls of dimes. There's, uh, I know we're down to somewhere around 100 rolls left. 6250, 800, 951, 0592.